This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Thursday, April the 28th, 2016. Welcome, it's the Patriot Radio News Hour, day four of a work week. You're almost there, folks. Patriot trading, the physical delivery of gold and silver. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender, and it's as easy as getting your hands on it. It's easy as giving us a call, 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Sarah is here to answer your calls, take your questions, and just walk you through your order. Or you can go check us out online, point and click. It's that easy. Look at the products, purchase the products. Check out the news to disturb the comfortable. All this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. It's CEO and owner. His name's Joe Jaquint. My name's Homer Lopez. I'm here to tell you one thing. I watch this guy Joe work every day, and he's tirelessly, work, tirelessly working to make sure you understand the value that gold and silver represent in today's economy by giving you that news, and he delivers economics with attitude. So you got a little attitude today, man? It's the NFL Draft Day. NFL Draft, we had the Federal Reserve meet, we had the Bank of Japan meet, we had GDP come out, and it's gone exactly the way I thought it would right now. Gold's up almost 20 bucks right now, $1,267. Silver up 25 cents, $17.55, as Janet Yellen and the Federal Reserve did not raise rates, uh, I guess you could say at best, they may, left the door open for a possibility of a rate hike in June, although nobody believes that. Matter of fact, from what I read now, they're saying most wall, people on Wall Street think if they, if, if they do it, it wouldn't be till December, but we'll, we'll actually go over the changes in the work. And, and you can judge for yourself. Uh, the Bank of Japan, after the news broke this week that they are the primary owner of the Japanese stock market, <laughs> just amazing that they sit there and act like this isn't some big problem, uh, actually held off on ramping up their quantitative easing, uh, saying they're going to give it a little more time. I mean, when you already own most of the stock market, when you own most of the bond market, does it really help to come out and say, hey, we're buying even more of it? Uh, but neither neither here nor there, the dollar's declining. Uh, gold and silver are, are moving precariously close to very, very key technical levels, getting ready for another breakout. Uh, we've just got a, a fantastic buying opportunity we had some things happen late yesterday and into this morning yesterday i said you could buy 20s at 1375 dollars but the deal was you had to do it before the fed announcement and then after the fed announcement i said all bets are off and gold really kind of didn't do anything after the Fed. It waited until this morning uh, to jump up another $20 an ounce. So when we were on the air yesterday, 
gold was between $1,245 to $1,250 an ounce. Uh, this morning, now gold's at almost $1,270 an ounce. But here's what I'm going to be able to do. And I've got the the largest amount of coins that I've had in, in quite some time. $20 gold pieces. One through ten. I'm going to leave it at yesterday's price. So you're getting a free $20 gold move. That's and really, when you look at it, what regular retail is, you're saving fifty-five bucks a throw, one through ten. Eleven through twenty, thirteen hundred and fifty dollars. You're talking about now. You're talking about eighty dollars over spot. Twenty-one or more. At thirteen hundred and thirty dollars, you heard that right. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, if you buy twenty one or more, you're talking about paying about sixty dollars, a little over sixty, what sixty two dollars, sixty three dollars over spot. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And this is why we've been around for over 20 years. It's days like today. If you've never ordered from us before, it is the easiest process. It's not like ordering from any other gold dealer anywhere in the world. All you need to do is call our 800 number and just say, hey, I want today's special. My wife, Homer, myself, whoever it is, we'll just simply ask you one little question. How many would you like? 1, 11, 21, whatever the number is. And we'll simply give you the total. No bait and switch. No talking you into things that you don't want. Just the the best possible pricing on the right type of gold. And that's it. You give us your mailing address so we know where to ship you the product. You mail us a check or send us a bank wire. I cannot do these prices on a credit card. But if you mail us a check or you put it on a credit card, that's it. We don't call you. We don't bother you. We just simply send you your product. 800-951-0592. We'll talk about the Fed next. Patriot Radio News Hour, Double J in the love. And absolutely, the, without a doubt, the biggest special I've ever run. Ever. I would have to ask Eric the last time I anybody was able to buy $20 gold pieces. You know, right now, 1 through 10 are at $1,375. Uh, gold's at twelve hundred and sixty-seven dollars. Twelve hundred sixty-seven, twelve hundred sixty-eight. Eleven through twenty at thirteen fifty. So you go from about a hundred and seven dollars over 
to $83 over, which is near all-time low pricing. But then if you buy 21 or more, I'm taking it all the way down to 1330 bucks which right now would be $63 over spot. And I've been, this is my 14th year, 13th year, 13th year, 13 years I've been doing this show. And I don't recall ever having $20 gold pieces that close to spot. Even when gold was like four and $500, I'll have to ask, I'll have to ask Eric, maybe we did a long time ago, maybe when, you know, it was $300 gold, maybe you could buy, you know, 20s at 350 or something like that. But at least, at least since, you know, the last 10 years, never. Janet Yellen just called. I think she's uh, one of the <laughs> Sarah's got her on the line right now. 800-951-0592. After we got off the air yesterday, the Federal Reserve announced no change. But I want to tell you what they said. So they, they changed very little. You know, they, they, they do this little thing like the old, you know, like, the teachers, uh, they, I don't know if they do it today, but the old red pen, and they scratched out. This is how few few words actually changed. That they're able to, CNBC took the whole statement and said, okay, this is the words that changed. So the first thing that changed was, instead of the information received since the Federal Open Market Committee met it said January. They crossed out January and put in March. So they said January suggests they changed it to March indicates that labor market conditions have improved further even as growth in economic activity. So the, the labor market conditions have improved further that was a new line. Even as economic activity, and here's what they had wrote in January about economic activity, has been expanding at a moderate pace despite the global economic and financial developments of the recent months. They took that that out. And, and they replaced it with economic activity appears to have slowed. <laughs> Whoops! Growth in household spending has moderated. Moderated? Moderated. To not slow down? Well, that's... That's that, slowing that's, down, right? That's a new word for slow. But these moderated. are called synonyms. Right, right. They had said in January that growth in household spending had been increasing. They took that out and said it's now been moderating. They did note, however, although households' real income has risen. Okay, and listen, the only income that's risen is the 1%. That's how you, that's how you get to these numbers. Because you see what they're trying to say is, hey, listen, we're still doing okay. Even though you're spending less, we say you've got more money. Of course, I've been telling you, we don't got more money. We don't. Otherwise, we'd be spending more. And it says that, and 
and consumer sentiment re, uh, remains high. Obviously, they missed the last couple of consumer sentiment reports because it keeps falling. But anyway, that's what they put in there. Then they made, uh, they replaced the word however with a but. They they took out inflation. Inflation picked up in recent months. They took that out. And they said inflation has continued to run below the 2%. Uh, they added uh, the word earlier, partly reflecting earlier declines. They said declines in energy prices, and and they took out the word in and put the word falling prices and non-energy. And then the last change they made, they took out, however, global economic and financial developments continue to pose a risk. So they here's what they did. They took out the, the verbiage of we're worried about global stuff and replaced it with, we're now worried about stuff right here at home. So when you look at the the, the Federal Reserve's non-action, some people will come out and say, oh, see, they're, they're no longer worried about the global stuff. Instead now, they're worried about stuff right here at home. And the way I look at it is, Here's what's going to happen in June. We are now worried about stuff at home and all the global stuff. But nonetheless, no rate hike. That was the big non-news of the day. So when you think about here it is, the, I guess, the, the biggest bankers in the world, they have this big two-day meeting, two days, and maybe... Maybe they changed what, what what they they took out one two they took out three sentences and added three sentences and the whole text that took two days. I mean, this is what we've come down to. the whole economic fortune of America. can be summed up by changing the verbiage of three sentences. Right? And this is this is the big illusion of prosperity. And you sit there and you start thinking about this. This is like, uh, remember when Wall Street wasn't going to open, right? The financial crisis that the Fed, the same people that changed these whopping three sentences never saw coming. And Hank Paulson went out on TV with a request for 700 and some odd billion dollars, and it wasn't even two pages, and everybody was all upset. How dare you ask the taxpayer for $750 billion and get it done in a paragraph? And I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, here these people met for two whole entire days, and they changed the verbiage of three sentences. And really, what they did is they took out worrying about this and replaced it with worrying about something else. And and we're supposed to believe that this is them exuding confidence that they know what's going on. 
And then we got GDP this morning. I don't know if you caught it. Yesterday I told you what the number was going to be. Said we're going to get five-tenths of a percent. Right, Half of a percent is going to be the GDP number. Today it came out, guess what? It was half of a percent. And then I sit there and I think about the New York Federal Reserve, the Atlanta Federal Reserve. They compound all this data. They got the best data available. And I'm going to admit, was it a lucky guess? I wouldn't say it was a, It was an educated guess on my part. How's that? But I did just as good. I actually did a better job. The Atlanta Fed, I think, was at three or four tenths. The New York Fed, they were way out. They were off. They were at eight-tenths or something like that. But when you sit there and think about it, I saw a chart. According to CNBC, this is after, you know, adjustment after adjustment. The last four quarters, this is how GDP has gone. 3.9%, 2%, 1.4%, And the Federal Reserve's opinion, going from 3.9 to half of a percent, got a whopping uh, three sentences. And actually, they didn't really change the length. They just replaced what they were worried about. So you tell me. You know, and I've, I've made this assessment all along. They really don't know how to fix it. And, and the reason they don't know how to fix it is because by fixing it, they would have to admit that the, what the whole system has been based upon has been wrong. It's been a lie. It's not going to work. Wouldn't that be crazy? Wouldn't you love it? If they just came out and said, hey, you know what? Time out. Hey, I know 103 years ago we told you we knew what we were doing. But, uh, you know, after further review, you know, we need to uh, go back. You know, and you start thinking about all the debt. And, and what did we get? And this is the thing I think that's even more alarming. When you sit here and you look at this is where we've gone from 3.9 steadily down to a half of a percent. And let's face it, that's, that half of a percent, that's doubly seasonally adjusted. Because as we all know, right, the Federal Reserve continually, when they don't like the numbers, change the way they calculate the number. But how much have we spent? to get here and you start thinking about the bailouts start thinking about the deficit right because roughly according to their math this has been an eight year problem and really according to their math the problem was only a couple of years because we're six years into this this great economic recovery that they keep telling us that we're in. 
even though none of it feels like an actual recovery. But you start thinking about the bailout. Think about we've added $10 trillion to the national debt. The Federal Reserve's added $4 trillion to their balance sheet. Think about all the money, the trillions the ECB has added, the trillions that the Japanese have added. You think about the amount of rate cuts that the world has seen. Do you know how many rate cuts the world has seen in the last eight years, right? That's a, that's a really interesting question. According to Zero Hedge, 700 rate cuts have occurred in the last eight years. The amount of debt that has been piled on, it, 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 it exceeds tens of trillions of dollars. When you think about all of the, the, the money that was spent in, in trying to come and be able to come out and say, see, we fixed it all. We're going to break it all down when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The, the best buying opportunity, at least uh, since I've been the CEO here, uh, U.S. $20 gold pieces today, 1 through 10 at thirteen seventy-five, eleven through 20 at thirteen fifty. 21 or more at 1330. Uh, you're talking about uh, somewhere between, depending on where you fall in the volume scale, between $63 over spot to uh, about a little over $100 over spot. 800 951 Another piece of economic data that came out today home ownership. You know, one of the things that they cited in the GDP for the first quarter, and I've been telling you uh, this number is about ready to go the other way, is that the housing number was still adding to the GDP, that whopping half a percent we got in the first quarter. They said that home ownership rates, the third lowest in recorded history for the United States. So when you think about the, and I brought this point up yesterday, where would we be without the Chinese or the whoever, the, the Canadians, the Indians, whoever it is that's coming in these foreigners buying up our homes? When you look at the home ownership rates now here in America, uh, the third lowest since I guess they've been keeping track of the data and and you know and the funny thing is 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 uh, according to the record books, think back to eight years ago or so the Dow hit its low, that sixty seven hundred, which a lot of people uh, I know Eric keeps talking about. Yeah, we're going to retest it. 
I keep thinking about Japan, and I keep telling you this is what we're going to be. You, know, you think about Japan in 1987. The Nikkei was at 40,000. Today it's at 16. And and before the break, I was talking about what, how much money have we spent to get the Dow to 18,000. Because when you really, when you look at it, the average American makes less today than they did eight years ago. Home sales, we've talked about this, are as bad as they've ever been, with the exception of right after the housing collapse. Right? You go back, we sold more homes in 1968 than we did this last year. That's a fact. And you start thinking about the debt the amount of debt people hold. You think about student loan debt, credit card debt, all of it significantly higher than just eight years ago. And yet we've got Wall Street near all-time highs. Today, now makes this the second longest bull market in United States history. 2000. What is it, 2,607 days? What is that? How many years is that, 2,607? 365? Seven years. 7.1 years this bull market has lasted. And according to the numbers, it took $14 trillion in central bank liquidity a global coordinated central bank put, right? We know all the central banks working in concert together. Central bank buying of treasuries, mortgage-backed securities, ETF, corporate bonds, and nearly 700 rate cuts in just the last seven years. The stock market advance that started seven weeks after the president took office. A national debt that's gone up almost $10 trillion since then. Says that since it has dodged and waved through. Now, by the way, what this really means is there has not been in the last seven years a single 20% 20% correction. That's what they differentiate a bull market to. To get into a bear market, you need a 20% correction. This is the second longest stretch in the United States history that the stock market hasn't had a 20% correction. And I'm thinking about what did it cost us to get this. And this is one of the things that I've been trying to get you people to understand. This wasn't for you. This isn't for you. This was for a very few select group of people. We're not talking about 1% people. We're talking like less than half a percent people. 
That's what it was for. This is all that they've done. When you really look at what it is that they have done, right? We've added 25 million, 30 million people to the rolls of food stamps, but the Dow's at an all-time high. We've had the second longest streak now starting today in the history of the stock market. Central banks around the globe have bought in four. Trillion dollars worth of debt that nobody wants. Japan has essentially turned in and is turning into a communist country. You know, they say, well, the government doesn't own the stocks. It's central bank does. Let's face it, how do how do you become the head of the central bank? You're appointed? By who? The government? The government, Hello. right? So what does that really mean? So as we're, we're sitting here and we're watching things in history no one thought would, would really truly ever happen. Matter of fact, most people would sit there that, that have never heard this show and tell you that I'm lying. They don't own the stock market. Yes, they do. And guess what? Our central bank does it, too. They've got $4.5 trillion worth of stuff. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back. Hey, you got to tell them about this special. The phones are going crazy right now, man. U.S. $20 gold pieces. One through ten at thirteen seventy five, like a hundred and seven dollars over spot. Eleven through twenty at thirteen fifty. Twenty one or more at thirteen thirty. If you buy twenty one or more, you're saving a hundred dollars per coin. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Just really simple. You call the eight hundred number and just say you want the special. Tell us how many you want. If you're an existing customer, right? Where's it? Where's it going to take your name? Probably won't even take your address unless you tell you you moved. You drop a check in the mail. We we get it. Then we ship the product out to you once we get the check. It's that easy. No bait and switches. We're not going to call you day in and day out. Man, we're not going to call you at all. It's just that simple. 800-951-0592. Bloomberg says that the second longest rally in U.S. history is showing signs of fatigue. It says for the first time, its rolling 12-month return is negative. In other words, Wall Street is all the companies, all of them aren't negative, but earnings are down. Wall Street companies' earnings are down across the board. Companies in the Standard & Poor's 500 index reporting their worst profits in six years. That's another reason why. You're going to raise rates when they're reporting their worst profits in six years. 
At the same time, economists continually downgrading their growth forecast. Look at what just happened here. First quarter, half of a percent. Right? You think about four months ago, they were all saying it was going to be three. And it's a half. The international outlook is much worse. Investors are pulling money from equities at an unprecedented rate. That's another unreported story. The last, really, you think about it, the last eight weeks or so since this big rally, you don't remember because the Dow had the worst start to the year since 1933. And don't be fooled, it's 1933 again. More insider money has left Wall Street in the last eight weeks going back to the height of the crisis. And according to the data, Americans have been sellers of equities since 2007. You know, and this is the thing I've been asking the baby, who's going to buy your stocks? Every year, for the last nine years in a row, more Americans are selling their stock than buying them. Stock holdings held by the private American citizens has dropped by $2 trillion, according to Global Advisors. The pace of the liquidation has not been seen going all the way back. They've been tracking this data since 1956. It's never happened. You know, when you start thinking about, wait a minute, you're telling me that this is the largest selling of stocks in the history of the country, but somehow during that same period, the stock market went from 6800 to 18000 Right? Then it's really, when you start using that thing, then it makes sense, doesn't it? Now it makes sense why all the central banks are buying the market. Why, why, why are they buying all this debt? Why are they buying the ETF? Why are they, they becoming the major shareholders in all of these companies? And then you start really figuring it out. There's never been a selling season like this in the history of the United States. How do you really think this is going to end? You know, when, when you really start looking at facts, and listen, Janet Yellen can come out and say, well, we think that, you know, the American consumer is going to pick up spending here any minute now. Right in, and the housing recovery. I know that really, if you look at the actual data, there is no recovery. But we're going to keep telling you that there is one, and it's only going to get better. And I, you know, don't worry about the fact that 45 to 50 million people are on food stamps. The unemployment rate's under five percent. Just ask me. And if your typical family runs into a financial situation where they need to come up with four hundred dollars, they can't do it. No wondering why spending so low. They just can't do it. And you start thinking about, well, what comes next? What happens?
happens when the central banks are sitting there holding all of this debt that nobody wants. And it eventually goes, listen, eventually everything reaches equilibrium. The laws of supply and demand have not been proven untrue. And it's very, very clear. Demand for equities, demand for debt, let's just call it what it really is, demand for debt, and not just here, globally, is at all-time lows. Let me go back to 1956. I'd call that a trend. We've never seen an exodus like this. What comes next? The prices go to where the demand is. That's what comes next. Collapse. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment on a Thursday. Once again, our toll free number 800 951 Yesterday, if you missed it, Jim Willie calling for the next leg in both gold and silver. Uh, today had some positive thing about gold this week. Not up over $40 this week alone. Uh, silver, uh, by the way, silver over 17 at seventeen fifty five, up 27 cents. Uh, silver's up 16 right now, $1,266. Uh, been talking about uh, the special that we've started this morning, there's about 50 20s left. One through 10 at 13.75, which that's an outrageous deal by itself. 11 through 20 at 13.50, 21 or more, 13.30, saving a hundred bucks a coin. Never. That's the best special I've ever run, ever. It's not even close. Uh, we had a few people call that ordered some yesterday, and they wanted to add to their order to get the volume discount. Absolutely, you can do that. So so if you, uh, if you ordered five or ten yesterday and you want to get a, a cheaper price by ordering number 11 today, we'll gladly do that for you at 800 951 0592. The Dow, it's only down 30 points. Who really cares about GDP anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Who cares? We don't care don't about care. that. We just care about the Federal Reserve keep buying our stuff. They won't pretend about the illusion of economic prosperity. Let's protect that 1%. Right. Because let's face it, we don't care. Hey, only 52% of you own stock. 51% of you, we don't even care about you anyway. They're getting bankrolled <laughs> by the government. <laughs> Pick up some gold. 800-951-0592. I do have on silver, by the way. Uh, we should be all caught up with silver eagles by the end of next week. Uh, I have live in stock. We, we have uh, rolls of halves and rolls of quarters, rolls of dimes. All of that stuff is here. At 800-951-0592. And I'm going to leave all the the dimes, quarters, and halves at the same price that they were before the move up. Uh, dimes.
dimes at seventy five, quarters at one fifty, half dollars at one hundred and sixty dollars uh, to go along with the gold special that we're running at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. This show will repeat in Colorado tomorrow. Uh, and if we if we haven't sold out of the 20s, this show will repeat again tomorrow in Phoenix because there's no way I can offer a better special than that. So pick them up while you can, 800-951-0592. Only one more day left, and we'll have survived another week as we witness the strangest economic times probably the world has ever seen. And on what tomorrow may bring, who knows, but uh, we do know this. The one thing I'm certain of, the more uncertainty, the more you can bet the Federal Reserve is going to go deeper into the wheelhouse. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everyone take care and have a great day.